Welcome to Muller Time. This is episode 46. What's up, dude? Hey, what's going on? We have Mel the Neighbor back with us, and let's get right into it. Roger Stone. What a week. Roger Stone has been indicted. A day I think we were all waiting for. Guns blazing, FBI kicking indoors. It was why, fantastic. Why don't we go ahead and just celebrate that real quick? This is exclusive CNN video. This is what happened this morning before sunrise, just before 6 a.m., when Roger Stone, longtime uh, Trump associate and advisor, was taken into custody by the FBI. There's a moment of audio on here that I want to... Let me just say, too, like, when, when did you first hear about that? Oh, that morning. I woke up, it was, the sun wasn't even up yet. For right. some reason, mm-hmm. I don't want to say it was divine intervention, <laughs> but it was 5.30 in the morning. Uh, that's when I wake up at 5.30, so you probably heard my alarm. You wake up that early? Mm-hmm, I wake up at 5.30 every Monday through Friday. Oh, no kidding. No, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't hear mm-hmm. anything. <laughs> but, but here's what I woke up to, a, um, a, mess, a message from a Muller Time listener, and it was in my, on my Facebook, and all I saw was, you know, you're all groggy. All I see is the words Roger Stone. Right. So, of course, I knew. Why would a dude message me? If me I, right, about turn, Roger Stone. And anyway. Play for everyone, because this is what the first sounds that Roger Stone woke up to this morning was the FBI pounding. Speaking of, by the way, you know, <laughs> his whole life, he kind of knew that this something like this might happen. Yeah, because he's been dirty forever. But I have to wonder, he's, he's talking tough now, but. On his door and shouting this. I want to just play this for a moment. We've been waiting for this. Been waiting for this. This is this is like people say, no, it's not going to go down like this. Like like the more cynical people. And yeah, that's how it went down. Nice. And that's it's going to keep going down like that, because you know Mueller was obviously sending a message. Mm-hmm. And there was a legitimate, let me just say too, they're, they're, people are acting like the funniest thing is watching the right now, all of a sudden they care about like criminal justice. Right. Right. Like all through like, the past 40 years, they couldn't, you know, they couldn't lock up enough people. All of a sudden, I mean, I don't know, I don't know much Fox News you consume. Uh, none. Yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> but I unfortunately consume more than I'd like. And they were, I mean, you, you should, they were talking about him like it's the ultimate, you know, he's an old man. Right. He was at home. I mean, it's just it's just amazing. Watch, I I saw the Saturday Night Live skit. Oh, I didn't I didn't see it. What, oh, what it was, was it? Hilarious. Was it? Yeah, it's great. Uh, they have um, man, it was just so 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 just crazy. Mm. Um, Roger Stone getting the uh, doors beat down and everything, and it was just. Right. You got to watch it. You got to watch the skit. I will. I don't want to spoil it for you. I do not want to spoil it for you because there's a surprise guess. Okay, I'll I'll check it out. So yeah, Mueller they executed a search warrant. Uh, I heard there was like 26 FBI agents and a SWAT team. Uh, some of that is because first of all, again, Roger Stone um, is dangerous. These all these guys are nuts. They're all gun nuts. If you're going to tell me that guy doesn't have guns in there, give me a break. <laughs> By the way, he was trying to say he didn't, but. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, he did. On top of that, uh, just one more thing too. They they thought they were positive that he was going to destroy evidence. 
Right. And that's part of why they went in like that. Yep, exactly. That's anyway, you were going to say. That's the way the FBI rolls in there. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, our boy Roger Stone, he's so infamous that yeah. he actually has a documentary on Netflix. Yeah. Just about how horrible he is. Get me Roger Stone. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Did you know that Roger Stone has a tattoo of Nixon? Unfortunately, I did. And one of the many things I wish... <laughs> you never knew. Did, did, wait till his cellmate. He's going to find out. <laughs> yeah, his cellmate to find out about the uh, Nixon tattoo. Yeah. So now we got Roger Stone worked for Nixon, Reagan, Bob Dole, Jack Kemp, and now Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. So the funniest thing now, too, is Trump is trying to be like, it's the old, like, I didn't know him, when he's actually been friends with the guy for 40 years. Oh, yeah. No, look at... Now, back in the 90s, Roger Stone was Trump's casino business lobbyist. Mm. All right. So he can't act like he didn't know him. Yeah. You know, actually, it was Roger Stone that first mentioned to uh, Trump back in 98 that he should run for president. I saw that. That was interesting. I also thought it was very interesting that Roger Stone is the one who came up with the idea for the wall. I mean, you want to talk about evil. Yeah. This guy is pure evil. But last Friday, he got exactly what he deserves. It's a seven-count indictment, uh, most of it's lying to Congress, obstruction of justice, and witness tampering. Right. Now, I don't know how close you you followed the witness tampering angle. Um, Do you know who Randy Credico is? No. So, yeah, Randy Credico is this New York stand-up comic and, like, activist, and he's mixed up in this. I don't think he's, like, indictable mixed up, but anyway... Roger Stone, for some reason, is trying to lie about who his connection was to WikiLeaks, which is a guy named Jerome Corsi. But for some reason, he keeps trying to put it on this other guy, Randy Credico. Now, no one exactly knows why that is, because anyway, I don't. It's hard to explain this, but Credico is friends with Assange too. So when he found out that he was getting looked into, he started um, harassing Randy Credico, telling him, you know, you need to. You know, when you need to talk to Mueller, you need to say this happened. And then he started threatening Randy Credico's dog. He's like, I'll take your dog wow. away. Dude, wow. I'll take your dog. Like, that's some, <laughs> that's, that's that, depraved. Yeah, no, that's some crazy. Just snatch a man's dog. Yeah. Um, Randy Credico, actually, there's an interesting documentary on him. It's called, I think it's called 60 Spins Around the Sun. It's about his life as a a comic. Like, he was on Johnny Carson and, okay. and how he became an activist. So. Um, and then how did he get tied up with Roger Stone? He is, I think he's known Roger Stone for years, but the, when this sordid affair, mm-hmm. because he's friends with Julian Assange. Okay. He's friends with Assange. He's met Assange at the embassy. So for some reason, Roger Stone wants Mueller to think that Randy Credico is like his man and he, and not the other guy. Okay. I've scoured the, the every article I can. I still can't find a reason. And I've heard the people on TV. They don't know why either. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So that was the witness tampering. Okay. Man, that CNN footage was dope. Look that it. was the bomb. Let me tell you, with all this going on, there's something. Mueller has something. I need a remix, though. <laughs> Let's need a, hear it again. We, Let's oh, hear it oh, again. I, I just meant like I think someone should no, remix no. it. You think or not? Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I want to hear it again. Yeah, all right, let's do it. This is exclusive CNN video. This is what happened this morning before sunrise, just before 6 a.m., when Roger Stone, longtime uh, Trump associate and advisor was taken into custody by the FBI. There's a moment of audio on here that I want to play for everyone because this is what the first sounds that Roger Stone woke up to this morning was the FBI pounding on his door and shouting this. I want to just play this for a moment. FBI, FBI. 
I could really listen to that all day. All yeah. day. Let's just do the we'll do the time. search warrant part. So, that's so good. That is, that's great. So I'm telling you, someone needs to remix that. Like full, exactly, you know. And it's about time, you know. I'm tired of in the hood. I'm hearing that go down all the time with drug dealers. It's about time <laughs> to get somebody else. The I was F- gonna say, like, <laughs> the FBI finally came after an old white man. I was gonna say, you growing up in LA, that hey. must be kind of a good feeling. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. Have <laughs> you heard, heard the, FBI? I've heard the pound on the door. Yeah. It wasn't the FBI, but I've gotten the pound on the door. Yeah, yeah, the the, uh, the LAPD. Yeah. Now, I, I, I was going to say, too. No, what were you going to say? Oh, no, I did have the FBI show up once. at uh, Not at my house, but at a place of business. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure after another 50 episodes of the show, <laughs> some, some sort of law enforcement is probably going to appear here yeah they're gonna say hey who's that neighbor what is he up to i'm gonna say you know that you know produces this show right mel (laughs) (laughs) mel (laughs) that's the neighbor the neighbor is producing the show that's what i always told chris i'm like you know you're the head of the show if anything happens (laughs) even though my voice is on right uh i was gonna say too um those fbi agents who were there at 5 30 in the morning Mm -hmm. were, were unpaid they were unpaid at that moment until because the government didn't reopen until, until that later that day, right? So you can't tell me. Imagine how fucking pissed off. Like those guys are the heroes, right? To me. Well, look at the whole Mueller thing is going to end up being the hero of the entire United States. Oh, he. It's going to be like I was trying to. I was trying to think like like Jonas Salk or somebody who became a select like a in, just exactly what you said. He's going to be the hero of the United States. He's saving America. People are going to have pictures of him. Like, I'm going to have a picture on my wall. Oh, yeah. He's saving America right now. People are going to take down pictures of their own family. Be like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Put up, <laughs> up Muller instead. It's like, you took down Grandma? Yeah. Sorry, Grandma. No more. <laughs> Muller, he saved us. <laughs> Grandma, you did nothing for me. Man, I mean, talk about a name in the history books. Muller, forever. Forever. He's saving us, dude. Saving America. And I'm not prone to, you know, extreme statements. I'm not prone into making men into gods. That's not my style. But I, that's why we named the show Muller Time because right now you need a hero. We need a hero. And everyone on that team is a hero, but he's 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 the hero. He is. I, I want to say something too about that raid with Roger Stone. So CNN, did you follow how CNN was there? Mm-hmm. Right. CNN was able to be through what is called journalism. They figured out by watching the activity around the courthouses that something was going to go down because the last time the special counsel met up on Thursday, there was an indictment, but everybody went crazy, especially on Fox news. Like Mueller tipped off CNN. First of all, even if he did, so what? That's, right. that's, that's part of the game is to punk these people. Mm-hmm. That's why they went in heavy on stone. Right. Like stone has been punking law enforcement for, for his entire life. Right. He's been goofing on them. So that was part of that. He did the same thing to Manafort, you know, dragged his, his right, punk dragged ass him outside. Out. Exactly. Right. It's a tactic. It's and, a good tactic, too. It was, it was beautiful, though, man. <laughs> hey, I want to take a, a quick sec, too, to thank our newest Patreon, um, my friend Hassani. Hassani. I, I grew up with him back Yo, then. Yo, Hassani, thanks. Thanks a lot, man. Um, we appreciate that. We go, we go way back, way back to New Jersey. Nice. And if anyone else, if you dig this show, it's mullertime.com backslash Patreon. 
and you can uh, support the show. Right. Only uh, five bucks a month. Five bucks a month. We only need 600 subscribers. For 600 subscribers, I myself can start to bring in some of the people, the Mueller, you know, like in freelancer. Oh, maybe we could fly Mueller in himself. Man. Send him a ticket. Like, yo, why don't you come in and talk to us? What if I'm like just a straight hustler like that guy from the Fire Festival? I just start lying to people for six for six thousand dollars. Mueller will be Mueller will be here for six grand. Come and sit down. Come sit down and talk to Mueller on a private island <laughs> for ten thousand cash. I'm gonna rent out an island in the Bahamas where Mueller will greet all of you. <laughs> and you'll have uh, bologna sandwiches. Man, no, Friday was beautiful, and then so right after that, no, you got something there. They take Roger Stone into court. Right. So Roger Stone went into court. Mm-hmm. And then... They they start screaming, lock him up. Right. Lock him up. I was loving it. It was... No, it's... You want some parts of life to be like a movie. That was the movie thing. That was. The whole thing was like a movie. This whole presidency thing has been set up like a movie. A bad movie. A bad movie. So Roger Stone comes out. He's wearing this polo. Like from the Gap. Because mm-hmm. I guess that was the same clothing when they pulled his punk ass out of bed. And he does the full-on Nixon pose. I mean. Right. Yeah, no. Roger Stone's a dirtbag. Yeah. See, what, what bothers me a little bit is he's portrayed as this, even get me Roger Stone, is this trickster, this character. It's not funny. This, this is fucking, this is the guy who came up with the idea for a wall that's destroying people forever. And mothers and, and kids getting separated. Mm-hmm. This isn't funny. This it's is, not. Like, and that's why Google knows. So here's the funny thing about Google. When I speak into my Google and have it, um, you know, take show notes mm-hmm. for Roger Stone, his last name Stone, not capitalized. Everybody else: Richard Nixon, Ronald Reagan, Bob Dole, Jack Kemp, and guess who else? Oh, Michael Cohen also gets capitalized. But this other person, Donald. Trump does not get capitalized T. What does that what does that mean? So when I speak into Google, Google refuses to capitalize his last name. Huh. That's which is super weird. That sounds a little conspiratorial, no? Yeah. Oh. That's something Google probably did. You yeah. Because you know, you go in here and you talk about Trey Gowdy, you talk about Elijah Cummins, Michael Cohen, everybody gets their last name with a capital letter. But you mentioned Roger Stone or Donald Trump. No such thing happens. Yeah. So later that day, the government reopened. Yes. Some people thought that was an interesting timing. I think 100% it reopened because Trump was like, holy shit. They just got my boy. Yeah. They just got my boy. No, that, and there was the airport started to close too. Mm -hmm. But I mean, they're not, it's not unrelated. Roger Stone is his boy for since the sixties or whatever. Right. So how strong is Nancy Pelosi now? She's sitting back like, yep. I mean, the only person who punked someone worse than the FBI punking Roger Stone was Pelosi. Yes. She, I don't think people fully understand what a loss that was. I've, I've, I follow politics pretty closely. I've never seen a president get punked like that. Ever. Oh, yeah. Nobody. Can't even do a State of the Union address anymore. Literally nothing he did. It was such a failure. It cost $6 billion, which is hilarious, by the way, because it was only 5.7 he wanted. Right. But that's how he's. That's how. That's what kind of businessman he is. Right. Exactly. He'll. He'll. Um, you know. Have a. He'll have a billion dollars 
four billion, but it'll cost two billion, so he'll go in the hole. Pelosi punked him so bad, he literally got nothing. Mm-hmm. And now they have this three week extension. If he does it again, which I don't think he's gonna, I think no, he, he doesn't have the balls to do that again. No, it. Now they say he might do a national emergency. Right, which I could see him doing that. I could see that, and then it'll be in court right away. They're right, gonna, he'll be sued in, within the ten minutes. Right, but, yeah. As soon as he says it, it'll be lock up. He's extremely dangerous, but at the same time, some things are going to hold the court system. He he will be sued Im- immediately. And Look, no man's above the law. Thank you, Robert Mueller. I don't think I ever really valued our system of laws in the way I do now. Right. We've never seen it uh, put through this test before. People listen to this show all over the world. I know because I can see like the numbers. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of the, those places, I know where some of you guys are, you got some pretty fucked up governments, right. if you want to call it that at all. I mean, we joke and hear about stuff that happens in L.A., but mm-hmm. in some of these countries, you know, the police drag you out and you don't ever come back. Right. Now, that happens here, too, but I mean. <laughs> well, look in Venezuela right now. Right. You know, but that could happen to us. I never really, I never valued the rule of law in a way I do now. Just seeing what, what can happen. But that could happen to us now. Who yeah. would take over if Trump decided not to leave? Like, does Nancy Pelosi orders the military to remove him? I mean, uh, if he, you mean if he's if he won't leave the White House, right? Uh, he's would be he would be placed under arrest by uh, the FBI. Yeah, you think so? FBI. I, I don't think he would go out like that. But I don't know. I I don't put anything past this guy. I think that we found out recently that there's a lot more going on with with the FBI and especially the things that went down right after Trump was quote unquote elected. And as, as critical as sometimes I might've been in the FBI over the years for overstepping, they may turn out to be, I mean, they may turn out to be uh, heroic in, right. a, in a way that, cause, cause the decision to open a counterintelligence investigation into Donald Trump, I mean, that had to be pretty insane. Right. Exactly. Everything, all their moves have been fantastic. Um, and they've been doing their job and an excellent job at that. This has been great. One one guy said one time, he's like, what do you, you know, you name your show Mueller time. What are you going to talk about after this is over? I'm like, over. There's going to be books about this written for forever. Uh, this Mueller's not going away. This is going to come out. Wait till we learn details as over the years. Right. We don't even know anything yet. We're still in the middle of the storm. Even exactly. That's, that's a great way to put it. Exactly. The middle of the storm. Yeah, we're in the middle of the storm still. We have no idea what's about to happen. This government shut down like people. That's another thing we'll learn. I mean, you saw these people on TV mm-hmm. crying like it was, it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. But here's the thing. Um, everybody was caught off guard with it being so long. So, you know, if this ever happens again, now we have plan B, you know. State of California already decided to make sure that they could always get unemployment mm. if those people, you know, if the government shuts down. Banks are talking about giving them loans. You know, uh, food banks were open for them. A lot of stuff, you know, happened because of the shutdown. Yeah. So if it ever happens again, which it should never happen again, at least now we have a plan B and we know exactly what to do. It's it's sad though that it even came to that because it, it should is be illegal. Super sad, and it should be illegal. And you know what? I think I think this actually 
is going to be illegal after this. Right. Because it was too far and it made too much of a national um, impression. Right. It, it, nobody's going to ever do this again. And that's why he's not going to do it again. He's not going to shut down the government in three weeks. Absolutely not. He'll call a national emergency. See, the thing is, like, and I actually think the media did a good job of, of covering this and putting a face to it. But we're going to be hearing s- stories about you You miss two two paychecks. Most people can't miss one. Oh, I know. And it's a chain reaction, right? Mm-hmm. For some of these people, right? Like, I thank God that we're like, you know, that we're okay well, right here. Well, fortunately for the uh, good hearts of others, um, I don't believe anybody's got kicked out of their apartment over this. I, I, I thank God. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. Because shame on the person that kicked out a, a government employee over this shutdown. You know, good and well that he wasn't getting the check. Yeah. You know exactly what happened. It wasn't his fault. Don't kick the guy out. Right. So I don't think that happened to anybody. Yeah, I saw. And they, if so, please let us know. Yeah. Yeah. I, when that started, I reached out. I wanted to get some stories. And uh, I heard from one or two people. I guess I need to get more government employees to listen to the show. Because I didn't hear <laughs> right. from as many as I thought. You thought, yeah. Not a lot of government employees are listening <laughs> yeah, to we this. Need to, you, need to, you need to stream this at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think this would go down good at work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw that one lady who, I mean, she was crying. I think she works at the Smithsonian. And then D, I think D.L. Hughley cut her a check. But it was okay. a comedian, a right. famous comedian. Mm-hmm. No, I know who he is. He was in my friend's oh, wedding. I, I mean, like, um, I don't know if it was him, but it was a famous comedian. Oh, it wasn't D.L. Hughley. So I, it was somebody. I thought it was D.L., but then I thought about it again. No. Oh, okay. So yeah. somebody. Somebody. Some comedian cut Some. her a check. All right. So now Joshua Tree's open again, I guess, right? Yeah. All right. Now so all the hipsters can go back to camping. Uh, while we were, and by the way, last week, I know you guys noticed, I interviewed the cast of, uh, excuse me, the director and producers of Active Measures, mm-hmm. the definitive Trump Russia documentary. Um, and then I called Mel afterwards because for some reason I thought I could do two shows in one day. No. No. <laughs> like, dude, I'm I'm like spent after one show. Like, I, I called, I was like, no. Right. Like, yeah, no, after I do this, I have a little drink. Yeah. Yeah, I have a little cocktail. And that was rough, man, because I like I was setting up all that gear on my own, and I went over to the, their place, and yeah, I don't, I'm not sure why these shows take a lot out because it's just talking, but but it's Trump, and yeah. it's trauma, it's so yeah. much trauma that we're taking it on because as we talk about it, we realize mm-hmm. what's happening, and we're taking it in and speaking about it, and it's just, it's traumatic. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, with them, I mean, they were we were going deep into this, the heart of this Trump Russia, because again, Active Measures is the definitive documentary. It's the only one. And by the end, I was like, dude, I left there looking over my shoulder, like you know, all paranoid, <laughs> right? Like, what the hell? But I want to get into this uh, while we were, or, wh- or while we, you and I were not doing the show because I was talking to them. This Covington Catholic thing happened. Oh yes. Oh and yes. I just feel like I can't not talk about that well look at here you show up with a make america great hat on again make america great again hat on you're looking for trouble yeah that hat means you're looking for trouble yeah it sure does and just to say again what went down these these this covington high school Mm -hmm. was at this march for life right which is like it's an anti, it's a pro-life, anti-abortion. Right, it's a, right, it's pro-life rally. Right. And then they had, what, the black Israelites also 
came. Yeah, I don't know what they were doing there, but they showed up. Right, they showed up. So now you have them there. You have the uh, those Catholic school guys, and it looked like trouble was about to go down. Okay, so now you have the um, you have our Native American hero. He comes in. He was there for I read a, a totally separate rally. Right, totally separate rally. Right, but he noticed what was going on and how these kids started chanting "build a wall." And all this other stuff. So he went over there to just investigate and and temper temper the situation. These because kids, he didn't want it to become a big blowout. Right. So he went over there to temper the situation. These kids are dangerous. And there were there was like two points that I had when I thought about this. One, what you saw on video is what went down, and not what people tried to tell you. What you saw with your own two eyes would happen. Those kids really are that evil. Right. A lot there was I don't know if you saw what happened the next day, but with the PR firm and all of a sudden it was like Yeah, they're trying to cover their tracks yeah. and everything, but look at these kids are bad kids showing up at school, having blackface, talking about it's school pride. Yeah. Yeah, all these videos, as Mel just said, came out afterwards uh, which yes, one they're in blackface, which is absolutely I don't have the words. I really don't. It's like how do you not know? How it, do it's you two thousand nineteen. How do you not know better? That was the other thing. When I was watching, there's, so there's a lot of videos. Unfortunately, I saw all of them. These kids are, I mean, even they're out of control in all these videos. There are, n- n- who's watching them? There's one where they're screaming this, at these win- these girls walking by, disgusting, sexist remarks. Right, nobody's watching Nobody. these kids. No, and that's why they're running around with their little smug looks on their faces and with their Make America Great hats on and going to pro-life rallies. You're a teen kid. Right, why are you even there? Why are you there? Why do you care? You're a Catholic teen boy. Why are you involved in somebody else's affairs? You know what I read, actually? You want to talk about the conspiracy thing? I heard that some of these pro-life groups and these dark parts of the Republican Party, they they pay for this stuff. They pump, they fly these kids in to pump up their numbers. Okay. Because who the fuck goes to the march for, for right. life? Right, why were those kids there anyway? Right. Why did they show up? Right. Who gave them the Who gave them the hats? Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. So that I, that I, there, I took two things away from that. One, how dangerous these kids are, and how they absolutely can grow up to be the next Kavanaugh or. Oh whatever. yeah, no, for sure, absolutely. I thought about that as well. This uh, this kid that they're making all that they've brought to the forefront here. This kid is going to be upset. He's going to run for something. He he might be the next clan leader. Well, that was the second thing. The way the right-wing media the next day was manipulating the public. And I even saw people I knew on Facebook. That's how I knew that it was going to be bad. Because they were saying, hey guys, I don't think we got all the facts. You don't even know that you've been manipulated in the same way that what the Russians did. You've been manipulated and you right. don't even realize it. Right. Because they were like, no guys, look at this other video. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what happened with the black Israelites. Who, by the way, I grew up on the East Coast. Those guys are legendary there. They used to yell at me in Times Square. They, it was actually, it was, it was always funny. They're, right. Everyone knows that they're crazy, dude. Right. They yell at you. They'd be like, this is, this is usually how it would go. You'd be walking past, excuse me, are you Jewish? Yes. No, you're not a real Jew. They, and they would start wow. yelling at you. Wow. The white, the white devil. But wow. I'd be like, cool, have a good one. Wow. That's too much. So they were looking for trouble most likely. That, that's their thing. And now you got these Catholic school kids looking for trouble. But my thing is too, what does that have to do with, they were like, yeah, they got yelled at. So 
that made it okay to then attack this seven-year-old Vietnam veteran. That has nothing to do with that. Right. That's, they call that gaslighting. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, that's what the Republican Party does. That is what they do all the time. That kid, that's some scary stuff, those kids. Really. I don't know what we're going to do about any of this as long as Trump is in there. And Trump has their back. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's the other thing, isn't it? Right, Trump has their back. I'm so, so, yeah, this is not going to go away until Trump goes away. And then when Trump goes away, we got that kid who's going to grow up to probably become the next Trump. To me, the best word really is dangerous. Because in every sense of the word, they're physically dangerous to other people. They're If they become a guy like Kavanaugh, then they're dangerous to the whole world. Right. And that's probably what's going to happen. I mean, I'm telling you, I bet you these kids are fired up now. Fired up. Because there were no consequences. Right. So now they want to get involved and do something. And you know what you said too is true. that The Make America Great Again hat is a, it's no, to me, it's no different than wearing a swastika. It's, right. a, it's a Nazi symbol. Right. Or a rebel flag hat now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or a clan hood. Right. It, to me, if I saw a guy walking down the street with that hat on, it would be just as revolting as a guy walking down the street with a Klan hood on. You can make an interesting court case because I learned about this. Your free speech stops at something called fighting words. And I learned about that when that it's up on the Muller Time YouTube page when that lunatic started yelling right. at me. Mm-hmm. So when I was talking to this lawyer, basically, I can say some bad stuff to you on the street, but if I go hardcore, if I say, if I use racial ethnic slurs, that's called fighting words. That's not protected by the First Amendment. You can go to jail just for saying the words. Wow. Yeah. Because it's assumed that if I say it to you, you're going to gonna fight. Act. Right. To me, the, the MAGA hat, mm-hmm. come on, man. That means you're ready to fight. You, I you, mean. You're ready to fight. You, you put it on. Right. You put that hat on just to be like, yeah, F you. I'm wearing this hat today. Let's bring it. Yeah. That's all that hat means. That hat will eventually be confined to like, it'll be in some museum somewhere of, oh, of yeah. hate. Oh yeah, in the museum of hate. Right? Yeah, or for sure. Kids are going to look at that like, wow, that was, right. someone actually wore that? Yeah, people were wearing it. Yeah, that. this little douchebag who looked like you, but mm-hmm. you're, <laughs> you're a better person. <laughs> exactly. Like that museum of tolerance, like right. in LA though. Oh yeah, no, that, that, that hat's going to go down in history. Absolutely. And um, Michael Cohn, I guess yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, he got scared, so he decided not to testify because they were threatening his family. Yeah, it's an interesting story. He was Michael Cohn had agreed to testify in the ninth, and then I'm not sure he's definitely getting threatened. I don't doubt that right. for a second. I wonder though if that's the reason, because I'm sure he's been getting threatened for a long time. Well, now this uh, Senate, they're going to look into that now because they're bringing him in. Right. He's now he's. This is they say elections have consequences mm-hmm. because we took the power back um, in the House. Right, they're going to subpoena him, and the Senate already subpoenaed him. So right. that's that's if if the, if we had not won that election, dude. Oh, we it, it, it'd just be a mess going on forever. So he's been subpoenaed. Yeah, Trump and Giuliani are openly witness tampering. Right. I don't. Did you see <laughs> Giuliani? <laughs> I know. I, I sent Mel a message like. On my list of things to talk about, I just said Giuliani is hilarious. Because that's all you need. We <laughs> that's don't have to... all you need. Giuliani is hilarious, dude. This guy is the best. 
Did you see the what they're saying to why everyone's calling out witness tampering? Do you see what they're saying to, to Cohn mm-hmm. about his father-in-law? Yeah. Right. That's crazy. Right. So Giuliani and Trump are both saying, look into Michael Cohn's father-in-law, which is open witness tampering because they're threatening a family member. Mm-hmm. Now, his father-in-law, the guy's shady as hell. They're all crooks. They're all shady. Look, at, first of all, let's just be honest. Every single person associated with Trump is shady. Every single person. Right. Every single person is shady, including Trump. He's yeah. the shadiest. No, I they, have no idea why he decided to run for president. Well, this shit's going to backfire so hard. Well, that, that's the, the Rod Serling, who I wish was alive because of what he would have to say. Th- there's a lot of debate about, uh, I've, Chris and I have kind of gone into this before too, about when he decided to run. And mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but we, we, what we know about that is that it goes back to at least the early 80s. Right. His first wife is her in um his first wife was an informant for the Czech secret police cuz you pretty much had to be if you grew up in communist. <laughs> right. And she said that even back then she in some her in some files there's some statements that she said someone's pressuring my husband to run for president. And I think that they were always putting pressure on him even before he met somebody like Roger Stone. Right. This has been a setup from a long time coming. Yeah, the only question is, was it like a total up set up like the movies or was it more like he just thought the time was right and everything coincided? But for sure, they've been putting their, you know, placing their bets on him. So you think that the Russians now have been buying all this property and doing all this dealing in New York just so that they could have dirt on him, just so that they could get him to run, just so that they could control him? I think they, it's, they cast a wide net. It's like, they throw money at a lot of people and then it's just like, let's see who pays off. There's probably were, there probably were a hundred guys who nothing happened with, but, but this okay. guy, cause, <laughs> yeah, cause hundred guys in New York and nothing. No, I think all of them are dirty. What, what I mean is though you there, they might, let's say they throw money at a thousand rich guys mm-hmm. and maybe some pay off, but right. this one paid off, paid off big in a, in a big way. So yeah, Michael Cohn, uh, it looks like he will be appearing sometime in February. Right. I'm not sure when. We'll find out. Yeah. And they have to coordinate that stuff with Mueller because they don't want him to fuck up the investigation. Right. Exactly. So I read that they, they do that. They actually like literally, you know, what can we go into? What can we? Because mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be some primo, uh, some, some some great stuff there. Hey, aren't you selling those Mueller time shirts? You know, this guy, I'm right now I'm wearing the... Um, the Mueller time shirt, which Mel just noticed. I, this guy asked me about that. I might, I might. I, Why wouldn't you? No, it's it. It's That's a, a great looking shirt. Well, maybe maybe uh, hey, if you want to handle merch. Wait, how, and how did you get that made? Like, what did you do? You got that made. I did get it made. Yeah, yeah. I got a little, little limited edition. <laughs> it's a good looking shirt. Yeah, we made it in Mueller's basement. <laughs> it's a, he'd be proud. It's a good looking shirt. Yeah. No, if if. That's the kind of thing I might have to get someone else to do just because I can barely handle just this show. But just, yeah. Just put it up on the, um, Maybe just take a picture of it and no. put it up there so people could see it. Yeah. Profit? No, hey. Hey, yeah. everything goes back into the show, man. No, it's all great. I love it. Got the little baseball on there, 45 for Trump. <laughs> well, <laughs> Muller time. <laughs> and the truth is, I mean, that why we did the Patreon, the more we have, the more we can put into the show. Right. 
the more things we could do. That, that's how I was able to do interview active measures because we started getting money from the Patreon. So I was mm-hmm. able to upgrade, get more mics. I couldn't have right. done that otherwise. Right. You know, it's not, this isn't Trump University. We're not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not driving none, a Ferrari. Right. None of this happens for free. No. Did you see the, uh, that security clearance story? Yeah, I did. I did. I have no idea. Um, so look at, the security clearances have always been an issue, always. And Trau- and Trey Gowdy, who was in charge of the security clearances, looking into that at the uh, Sen- Senate Intelligence Committee earlier. So we had that guy. He didn't care because he was a Republican. But now we have Elijah Cummings, and he's going to find out exactly what's going on with all those security clearances. Right. So the White House... The office that's in charge of issuing security clearances, it came out in, I think it was the New York Times, that 30, at least 30 clearances never should have been issued. Right. But some Trump supporting supervisor. Mm-hmm. This has never happened. They said in the, in the a th- I think they said a three-year period before Trump was in office, they only, only one was denied. So the, the three years, the previous three years, just one. One person. 30, 30 would have been people denied. under Trump. And what's what's so dangerous is because he is a, a Russian puppet, mm-hmm. we don't know if he's actually being told who to hire, who to stick in there, which what, right. what to steal. Right, and what secrets they're being given, what they're being told, who they're connecting to, what they're going back and telling other people. We have no idea. This should be the biggest story, but all this other stuff. <laughs> it should be, but it's so much going on out there. There's no way that would be the biggest story. And they said at least 30. It could be right. more. Right, could be. It could be 50 people. We don't know. What it is is, too, there's the, the top level of uh, security clearance there is called, I think it's called SCI. Okay. Uh, sensitive compartmentalized, something like that. Anyway, that can't even be issued by the White House. That can only be issued by the CIA. So they sent like Jared Kushner right. and some other people over to the CIA, and they were like, fuck no. 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 Right. And then... It doesn't matter because Trump just gave it to him anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Trump has to give Putin those secrets. <laughs> Putin's got to get those secrets. Dude, I'm saying like, even though you know that, when this actually comes out, mm-hmm. what they gave away, it's going to blow people's minds. Like, we know it. You and I are saying it. We're sitting here and know it. I know. Here's, here's what I'm hoping. Because I saw in the beginning that they knew something was up. And that they weren't going to tell Trump all the secrets. I don't think Trump knows anything. Yeah, I hope so. I hope you're right. I don't think Trump knows anything. I'm I'm a little worried about those 30 people, though, who probably are somewhat intelligent. Yeah, but they, everybody always knew something was fishy about the whole thing. I don't think anybody gave up any secrets to any of those people. I hope the CIA blocked it or something. Mm -hmm. And then uh, today, actually, it's funny. Oleg Deripaska, the oligarch, mm-hmm. your favorite. My favorite oligarch. His sanction, more more puppetry, his mm-hmm. sanctions were lifted. Yeah, of course. Right. Of course. So the reason they gave was that, like Steve Mnuchin, who's the worst secretary of treasury in this country's history, he said that this aluminum company is important to our economy. When the fuck have you ever heard that? Never. Had you ever even heard of... No. Never. Never heard anything like that before, ever. So, just for all the listeners, 
Oleg Deripaska is obviously was not only involved in this hacking, but is a, a um, Putin's buddy. Right. He, I mean, did you see that not only did they lift the sanctions, he's actually better off than before? They hooked him up. Right. Yeah, no, that's what they do. That's what they do. They hook this dude up. So now this guy went to WikiLeaks, got all the information, right? He's part, we, we he's don't exactly of, know his involvement, but we know that he was a part of it. Right. He's a part of that. Um, he was a part of the midget because he worked with the midget. Remember the uh, five foot guy? Oh, yeah. I remember. So he worked with that guy. And Is that Kalimnik? Is that what they yeah, call him? The midget? Kalimnik. Yeah. yeah. Kalimnik. So they worked with Kalimnik. They all work together. So, yeah, this is uh, pretty soon we'll all be able to all dot the I's, cross the T's. Because, like I said, we're in the middle of the storm right now when we see the whole thing just pull together. You had to see this, like, New York Times article on Deripaska. It said that now he got to restructure his debt and, like, he got to lay it off. So he's, Mm -hmm. like, better off. And they got these, like, puppet companies to buy the shares that he wasn't supposed to have. So he's still basically right. It's like, like they say, it's stupid Watergate. Mm-hmm. It's a conspiracy right in plain sight. Right. We're just we're watching it all play out. We're watching this. Like really, dude. <laughs> like, you would almost hope that they were planting fake stories to some of these people in the White House just to see where these stories go and see who's leaking what to whom, hey. when and where. Hey. They probably did. Oh, what you mean the Russians? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, and us, you know, probably let them. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Give them a couple secrets. Tell them, oh, yeah, goldfish turn blue at night. And then they go out there and tell the Russians, hey, we got goldfish that turn blue at night. <laughs> Trump says he uh, wants to withdraw from uh, from NATO. Right. Right. Yeah. You mean Putin wants the U.S. <laughs> to withdraw from NATO. Right. That That's that's considered such so insane that I actually think he would be impeached the next day. Uh, I think for these these old school lawmakers, mm-hmm. I actually think that would be that would cross the line. I, I, for, yeah, but it wouldn't cross the line for his supporters. They they, they don't know. They don't even know. They don't know what NATO is. They they think NATO is some fucking gas yeah. station. <laughs> gas station. I'm going to NATO. What about those two who had that shirt that said, "I'd rather be Russian than"? Remember that? No, I don't it said, remember that. I'd rather be Russian than a, a Democrat. Oh no. That's ridiculous. I've not seen that shirt. Man. I've not seen that. Who would wear that shirt around here? Trump supporters. Who else? No, I've not. I've talked to a couple, but they've not been bold enough to wear anything crazy. In LA? Mm-hmm. I've, I have never seen any Trump gear except when I went to that the Politicon convention, which is a different thing. Mm-hmm. But out, in, out here? You have to well, be. they had those guys show up. At the uh, Griffin over oh, in Silver Lake. Proud Boys. Yeah, yeah that Proud was fucked. Boys. Mm-hmm. That was fucked up. Yeah. Uh, the, the Proud Boys uh, are a, a extremist hate group as designated by the FBI. And they showed up uh, for anyone who doesn't follow them that close. They're, so they're around. And they showed up at a bar not far from us. Caused a huge brawl. Really got a, yeah. Yeah, a huge melee. But yeah. uh, they got kicked out, and then the bar, they almost lost all their business because people would say, well, why did you let them come in here? And the bar was like, uh, they paid yeah. for the beers they were drinking. Someone I talked to think that thought that um, they had a friendly bouncer there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, and in the end, and it's not really why, relevant. 
But and that's why they went there. It's because yeah. they had a hookup bouncer. Right. These guys are it's are fairly noticeable. It's I mean, they don't necessarily roll in with like a uniform, but Yeah, they have the Fred Perry shirts and stuff that they wear, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they look they just and the uh khakis and the brown khakis and the uh, white Fred Perry shirts. Damn, you know that pretty well. Like, mm-hmm. You got something you want to tell me? <laughs> <laughs> I was a proud boy. They say they're open to all nationalities. All nationalities. Yeah, those guys you were Hispanic. The, you saw the Asian one too? Yeah. And uh, the ones then, a few of them were Hispanic also. Most of them actually, I believe, were Hispanic. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so the NATO thing, I don't know. I mean, he's, I hope he doesn't do that. He's not going to pull. They're not going to let him pull out of NATO. He's fucking crazy. They're not going to let him pull out of NATO. They'll talk him out of it. Um, we also found out, I meant to do this earlier because it really is important. Like we found out this migrant situation with the children is even worse. And it's probably even worse than you're even thinking. I don't, I don't like thinking about it at all. I just, just to say, um, basically thousands of kids more than, more than they told us have been Mm -hmm. separated. And you're right. I don't like thinking about it. It's, um, you know, it's too heart wrenching for me. It it feels too close for me, so I don't even like talking about that. That is the absolute monstrous thing that Trump has done so far. Yeah, if it wasn't for that, pretty much this Trump thing would just be a joke. It right. would just be funny. So but, yeah, but that shit's not funny. No, I agree. I just to um, we don't have to do an extended thing on it, but just uh, you guys go to the New York Times and check out that article because it's important to keep that story in the in the in public the forefront. Eye. Yeah. Because they don't have a, a voice because uh, there's these fascist pigs are stopping them and they have less of a voice anyway because they're not citizens here. Right. They, they, no one's fighting for them, so we have to keep that story. Right. We need to fight for them. We need right. to keep that story alive. People are fighting for them, but you know right. yeah, you know what I mean. Right. right. Um, yeah. I know. I don't like talking about that either. It's, 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 um, it's pretty wild. In a, in a related story to that, uh, Trump, it looks like they're going to take this citizenship story to the Supreme Court. Uh, excuse me. They want to add a citizenship question to, right, the, to census. the census. Right. Right. So that's about intimidating people so they don't take the census. And then we lose, you you actually lose representation. Like mm-hmm. you might lose a congressman or you lose uh, federal funding. Right. Right. So here's the problem with that census question is that it is a valid question if it was asked by the right person with the right intent you think so yeah but this is the wrong person with the wrong intent and that's what we know and that's why this is a bad idea Hmm, interesting yeah because it's his intent what does he plan on doing with this information i wonder though i mean i'm i'm not necessarily disagreeing but what what would be the what would be the reason asked that from somebody who had a good intent because i the good intent was just to understand how many people are here. Just to, you're just trying to get a good, you're just trying to get a good overall number of who's here that's a citizen, who's here that's not a citizen. I, I hear what you're saying. But if okay. being a non-citizen, if it was not seen as being a criminal, mm, right? Then that's a valid question, and you would feel free to say, "Oh yeah, I'm not a citizen, but I'm here right now." That's fine, but because Trump has criminalized not being a citizen, to put that on the uh, census now, nobody would nobody would answer that because nobody wants to be considered a criminal. 
you're saying it would be advantageous, advantageous uh, if somebody who had good intentions wanted to know, hey, okay, we need to know who's not here legally so we can work on that problem. Right. Or, or, to... or do something, help you with services. Yeah. Maybe, no, you fine. know, how long is maybe it's taking too long for them to go through immigration. Maybe it's taking, maybe there's. That's hiccups. a fair point. So these, so this is something that we should probably know. But with this man asking that question, right. that's not what you want. It's like, it's like if you went to the doctor and the doctor asked you something about your body, as opposed to some dude in the street asking you the same question. You right. know, it all depends on who is asking that question. Right. So we know Trump is asking that question. There's nothing good about that. So no, we don't need that on the census this time. Yeah, the point, the reason they're doing it is because they want also everyone in the house to be afraid. They want, that's what they want. They want to go to the front door of a Hispanic family and then they want them not to answer the door because maybe, they're, first of all, maybe they're just afraid of, of law enforcement or maybe one person in the house is not supposed to be there so then none of them get counted. That's what they want. And if nobody gets counted, then we don't get enough representation. Right, right. Representation is off and then... The, the funding funding is off. Everything is out of whack. Right. So that, um, I guess I read the Supreme court's going to take that up. Unfortunately now with blackout Brett and the rest of them <laughs> now. Yeah. That's his name on the show. Blackout Brett. Yeah. That's what we call him. Squeeze best friend. Yeah. So unfortunately they, they have the majority. Um, right. So yeah, we don't know how this is going to go. So they might have to put it back on. And like I said, to me, that question is valid if it's the right person asking for the right reason. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, he wants to have a second North Korean summit. Did you see that? <laughs> I did. It's like, because you didn't get punked too much the first time. <laughs> that's, uh, hopefully he'll pull it off now that dude, he didn't get his wall. That's like I go, f I go like somehow I end up in a UFC fight and I get <laughs> brutally beaten because I'm not a fighter. And then a month later, I'm like, let's do this. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. 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 Yeah. He got nothing the first time. Nothing. He got nothing the first time. So Literally what's, nothing. So what's he going to do this time? I don't know, man. Things are just going to go in there and just say, hey, uh, didn't you say you were going to uh, denuke? It was like a dream. Do you remember? Because I didn't remember until I looked at it, as is most of the last two years. He saluted a North Korean general. Yes, I remember that. I forgot about that. Mm -mm. Like, that seemed like a dream that that happened. Because <laughs> Trump didn't know what to do. He was just stupid. Well, you could tell in that pigeon brain, he was like, I'm the bomb. Like, I'm, <laughs> I just. He doesn't know what to do. Nobody, nobody told him. He's just, he's just stupid. Yeah. Like, That's I'm. All. He's just stupid. I'm not like an advocate for any kind of violence, but I feel like at some point it would have been cool if someone just slapped him. It was like, <laughs> what is wrong with you, dude? Exactly. Like you just saluted. You just saluted a North Korean general, dude. You just saluted our enemy. You, the president of the United States. So in terms of Mueller, uh, and this is, I guess, the last thing I'm going to say, in the Stone indictment, they hint at two people Roger, obviously Roger Stone's been indicted and then a senior official who told Stone to continue his work with WikiLeaks. That person 
is next on the the list. A senior Trump official. Now, we don't know who that is. Don Jr., Jared. And then the key thing, I don't know if you read, read the whole indictment. I'm sure you have a life, so I'm sure you... No, I did not yeah, read the entire indictment. Yeah, it's 24 pages. It's, <laughs> I mean, I could get through that, but they say that there's specific words. This was covered on the news too. Like, I'm not... I'm sure a lot of people noticed that the senior official was ordered to by somebody else. That was specifically written. Mm-hmm. So the question is, who would order a senior official? Trump himself. That's it. That's that's what this is. That's that's where this is going. Oh, this is going. Mueller, we can see it. That's why Mueller put it in there. Yeah. No, we can see it going. We're getting Tr- little crumbs. Trump told that Don Jr. or Steve Bannon or whoever it is, right, to go to. And that's yeah, it's crumbs. Mm-hmm. We're getting, we're seeing the crumb trail now. We're seeing it. So, what will be that? What do you think is going to happen when? What do you think Mueller's going to do? You think he'll indict him? You think he'll write the report and hand it off? No, it's going to show up to the White House. FBI, open up and drag his ass out of there. That would be so great. Can you imagine? Oh my God, that's mm. like. I can't even. That's the best dream ever. That's the best dream. I really do want that poster. Mueller <laughs> standing behind Trump. Trump's got his hands behind his back in cuffs, getting walked out of the White House. That's going to go over real big in this country. Oh, that's <laughs> great. That's going to go over real big. I want that poster. I want that poster. Uh, if you want to follow us, it's on uh, Mueller Time. Uh, Twitter is at Mueller Time Pod. Facebook, Muller Time Podcast. My personal account is Eric LeVay, uh, E-R-I-C-L-E-V-A-I. We're also on Instagram. Um, Mel, anything you want to promote? or No, nothing. I'm just a neighbor. Nothing to promote. That's right. Incognito. <laughs> the, Patreon, <laughs> the Patreon is MullerTime.com uh, backslash Patreon. I have a lot of stuff lined up this year. Like I was telling you, I just talked to... Um, a guy who's on MSNBC all the time. Right. He, he agreed to come on. I'm not going to say who it is yet because, you know. Right. But um, we're reaching people. So stick with us. It's going to be a. This quite, is going to be a good year. This is going to be a real good year, you guys. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.